Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com This morning, political storm. Senior ministers caught up in an explosive expose. Legal action being considered after the Attorney General was accused of sexual misconduct. COVID vaccine breakthrough, an experimental drug more than 90% effective in preventing the devastating virus. Joe Biden preparing for a hostile takeover as Donald Trump shows no signs of offering a concession. And the new system at the Queensland border passes automated from today. What could possibly go wrong? This is 7 News with Jody Spears. Good morning. Two federal ministers have been accused of having affairs with government staffers in an explosive ABC expose. Live now to political reporter Taylor Aiken in Canberra. Good morning, Taylor. A former staffer has spoken out. She has, Jody, accusing Acting Immigration Minister Alan Tudge and Attorney General Christian Porter of inappropriate behaviour, blowing the lid on what she describes as a toxic environment inside Parliament House. A political storm ignited by bombshell allegations. The behaviour wasn't OK and the culture's not OK and there should be something done about it. The former lover and staffer of now acting Immigration Minister Alan Tudge speaks out about the alleged toxic Canberra bubble. There is a kind of an almost gung-ho kind of mentality by a lot of the senior males that they're kind of almost beyond reproach, like they can just get away with things and how she was left feeling used. I felt at the time a lot like an ornament. You know, I actually at that time viewed myself as damaged goods. The ex-staffer also airing accusations Attorney General Christian Porter cheated on his second wife in 2017. I noticed that Minister Porter was with someone in the corner and they were clearly very intimate. They were cuddling, they were kissing. Reports then Prime Minister Malcolm Turnbull put to his minister. I told him that I had had reports of him being out in public, having had too much to drink and in the company with young women. Uh, and he, he acknowledged that, he didn't, didn't argue with that. The Attorney General described as having problematic behaviour dating back for decades. I don't think that his behaviour should be tolerated and it is not acceptable driving questions over the judgment and conduct of senior government ministers firmly into the spotlight. I don't for a moment kind of say that all the men were predators and all the women were victims, but, you know, I, it, was a, it was a highly sexualised environment. 
In a statement, Alan Tudge says he regrets his actions and apologised for any hurt cause. But Christian Porter has hit back at those same allegations, saying, given the defamatory nature of many of the claims made, I will be considering legal options. So explosive allegations, Jody, that have two senior ministers firmly in the spotlight. OK, thanks, Taylor. There's some very promising news on the coronavirus vaccine front this morning. Pfizer says its experimental drug is more than 90% effective in preventing COVID. The vaccine has been tested on 43,000 people in six countries and no safety concerns have been raised. Developers Pfizer and BioNTech are planning to apply for emergency approval to use the vaccine by the end of the month. The Australian government ordered 10 million doses of the drug last week. US President-elect Joe Biden has named his COVID task force in an attempt to bring the country's spiralling crisis under control. Let's go live to US correspondent Tim Lester in Delaware. Good morning, Tim. Beating the pandemic is one of his top priorities. Morning, Jody. Yes, it is. In fact, it's listed among four key priorities for the new Biden administration on their transition website, though the president-elect himself has said that it's probably his number one job. So this morning, here in Wilmington, Delaware, he's announced a new 13-member coronavirus advisory panel entirely made up of scientists, emphasising Joe Biden's wish to base this on science. He, included, he has included in that panel Dr Rick Bright, a former uh, senior virus advisor in the Trump administration, though sacked after he turned whistleblower and told Congress that many people had died in the United States because of a lack of preparations, including getting medical, facility, uh, medical supplies to those who needed it. In a statement, uh, the, vice, uh, the president-elect has welcomed the Pfizer trial. They warned that the US death toll from coronavirus could effectively double. Another 200,000 people could die and he's implored Americans to wear masks. So we can get back to the lives and connections we shared before the pandemic. It doesn't matter whether or not we always agree with one another. It doesn't matter who you voted for. We are Americans and our country is under threat. The U.S. is now deep in a third wave of the coronavirus, recording about 100,000 new cases each day, has crossed 10 million cases in total, and it is still 10 weeks uh, before the Biden administration is sworn in. Jody. OK, Tim, thank you. Back home and more than one million unemployed Australians are being handed a lifeline by the federal government. The Prime Minister is promising to extend job seeker payments until the end of March. The Australian reports the payment will run in line with the JobKeeper program, but at a lower rate than the current $250 supplement. A new process for crossing the Queensland border has been introduced overnight. The system has gone online. Instead of hard copies being shown to police, supporting documents will be uploaded. Passes will also be valid for 14 days instead of seven, but approval could take up to three days. The types of passes will be automatically generated through the application process. So when people apply, um, they will simply have to answer the questions and provide their details. The fully automated system hopes to streamline entry and deter false declarations, but there are warnings, delays and glitches are inevitable. 
Gold Coast hotels are reporting record cancellation rates as schoolies snub the holiday hotspot. Normally, tens of thousands of school leavers converge on the city to celebrate the end of exams. The official event was axed in August and now the teens are booking the Sunshine Coast. As a result, cancellation rates in Surfers Paradise have soared to 99%. South Australia is facing its first extreme fire risk since last summer's catastrophic bushfires. The same weather conditions that sparked the Kangaroo Island blaze are set to sweep across the state today. Hot gusty winds and dry lightning are forecast, with temperatures pushing the mid-40s in some parts of the state. In severe conditions, if a fire starts and takes hold, it will be difficult for our firefighters to tackle it. Firefighters have already been deployed to patrol danger zones as residents prepare their homes. You've heard the expression, that's a nasty cough. Now scientists are using artificial intelligence to analyse coughs, claiming they can accurately identify any underlying disease. It's led to an Australian first, a smartphone app that's said to help diagnose anything from bronchitis to pneumonia purely by sound. As Mina Jang struggled with a lingering cough, COVID restrictions meant she couldn't see a doctor in person. They obviously screen you to see if you have any coughing symptoms. So the moment I tick yes, it's sort of like a red alert that I can't enter the vicinity to get additional tests. Several COVID tests and x-rays later, she still wasn't getting the treatment she needed. It's been very hard during COVID because we've had a lot of patients with respiratory type um, symptoms. Now a new app allows coughs to be remotely diagnosed via smartphone. As you cough, there's a sound associated with that cough. We analyse that cough sound to diagnose different diseases. The Res app DX uses artificial intelligence developed by the University of Queensland. Cough five times, uh, it then analyses those results and then the result is sent to your doctor. Coughs are relatively difficult to diagnose without seeing a doctor and during COVID many have been left untreated. It's hoped this new app will help doctors and their patients. The app is said to be able to detect illnesses such as pneumonia, asthma, bronchiolitis and croup just by the way they sound. Certainly these innovations and technologies are going to make life easier and make telehealth more effective in the long term. Samantha Brett, 7 News. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. The former Commissioner of the New South Wales Rural Fire Service, Shane Fitzsimmons, has been announced as the state's Australian of the Year for 2021. Gladys Berejiklian announced the news last night, thanking him for his leadership during the terrifying bushfire season. He will join nominees from other states and territories at a ceremony held next year. An Australian invention is offering a better way to detect dangerous radiation in the workplace and at border crossings. It's a portable device that not only picks up radioactivity, but tells the operator exactly where it's coming from. It's a covert killer. Radiation, a deadly danger you can't see. But now an Australian invention is making the invisible visible. 
This system will allow them to see it clearly and make the workplace more safe. Chorus 360 is a portable device that can pinpoint the location of radiation sources faster and more accurately. By taking an optical image, then overlaying it with what looks like a heat map, clearly identifying radiation even to an untrained eye. It tells you what it is, the type of radiation, the type of gamma ray radiation, um, where it is and how hot the hotspots are. A valuable resource for mining and health sectors as well as defence and national security. For example, a truck crossing a European border could be quickly scanned with any radioactive material pinpointed. The Chorus 360 takes just two minutes to set up and once in place can be operated remotely, which reduces human exposure to radiation. It's already in high demand overseas with foreign police and governments keen to invest, but the inventors hope it will help us here first. It's made here at Ansto and we're supporting Australian manufacturing. Amelia Brace, 7 News. Craig McLaughlin's alleged victims have told a court they feared damage to their careers if they complained about his behaviour. Four women have accused the Rocky Horace show star of assault and indecent assault on stage and behind the scenes. The actor's legal team described the accuser's behaviour as slutty. The magistrate is expected to hand down her ruling next month. Checking finance now, the Dow Jones has soared. The Nasdaq is up. In London, the FTSE rose and Germany's DAX closed higher. Closer to home, Japan's Nikkei closed up. Hong Kong's Hang Seng rose. The All Lords traded higher and the ASX 200 rose. On the commodities market, gold is trading at 1,862 US dollars an ounce. Oil is 40 US dollars a barrel. The Aussie dollar is buying 72.83 US cents, 76.79 Japanese yen and $1.06 New Zealand. Rabbitohs star Latrell Mitchell has escaped a conviction in court despite pleading guilty to a firearms charge for giving a gun to fellow NRL player Josh Adokar on his property. Mitchell was given a 12-month conditional release order. The magistrate warning him if he comes back to court for anything else, he'll be in trouble. Australian houses and apartments are now the world's biggest, according to the latest home size report from Comsec. The average Australian house built in the past year was 236 square metres. Up by 2.9%, it's the biggest increase in 11 years. US President Donald Trump is still refusing to accept his election loss to Joe Biden. Live now to US correspondent David Woywood in Washington, D.C. Good morning, David. He won't concede. Good morning, Jody. Yes, President Donald Trump is still digging in at this point. Uh, he has refused, as you say, to concede. In the past few moments, a senior campaign official has been quoted as saying the word concession is not in the Trump team's vocabulary at this point. Now, the president has just broken cover in the past few moments to announce that he has terminated his words, his defence secretary, Mark Esper. So, at least on the outside, it does appear at this point that the Trump administration could be crumbling. His faithful and loyal lieutenants have been out and about again today, again pressing those allegations of widespread voter fraud, rigging and cheating. And that is despite again not being able to provide a shred of evidence that this has actually been taking place. Now, a number of staff were called in for an emergency meeting earlier this morning at Trump campaign HQ, where it's been reported that the president has at least privately admitted to senior advisers that he is now looking at a tilt at the White House in 2024. Now, if that is the case, it assumes that the president, at least privately now, understands 
that he has lost this election. Now, uh, his campaign staff have said today that they will now be naming some of those dead voters that have been uh, alleged to have voted in a number of those key swing states. Whether or not those details materialise, we'll have to wait and see. But at this point, Jody, the President, Donald Trump, not budging. Interesting times. OK, thanks, David. In sport, Australia's summer of cricket has suffered a big loss weeks out from the opening game. Indian superstar Virat Kohli will leave the tour after the first test in Adelaide to be with his wife for the birth of their first child. Kohli will almost certainly miss the final three tests of the tour. Victorian youngster Will Pukowski has all but cemented his place in the team for the first test after becoming the youngest batsman ever to hit back-to-back -back double centuries in the Sheffield Shield. The first test starts December 17. Stephen Crichton has gone down with a hamstring injury, ruling him out of contention for Origin 2 at ANZ Stadium on Wednesday night. The Star Panthers rookie was on standby to come into the Blues side in the event of a backline injury. Brad Fittler's call to axe Luke Keary for Cody Walker has been viewed as a panic move by some critics. But the Maroons are determined not to poke the bear. Yeah, we're obviously mindful of the changes they've made and that obviously shows that they're hungry to win. They'll do anything to win. And... The Maroons can clinch the series with victory. Geelong and GWS have reached an impasse over Jeremy Cameron's move to Victoria. The Cats have offered two of their first round draft picks for Cameron but want a second round pick back. But the Giants have rejected the offer, pushing for more. Young Richmond forward Jack Higgins has requested a trade to St Kilda after returning to football this year following brain surgery. And Essendon are set to complete a trade for Gold Coast tall Peter Wright for a fourth round pick. A meteorite stolen from a museum in far north Queensland has been found more than five years after it was taken. The 11 kilogram rock had only been on display in the Crystal Caves Museum in Atherton for two weeks when it was stolen in June 2015. CCTV of the brazen theft was released to try to find the culprits, but the trail went cold. I mean, if you've seen it, it's not a particularly attractive looking rock. You know, it's a big lump of brown, rusty coloured quite heavy rock. The 300,000 year old rock will now return to the museum with a little extra security. Taking a look at the weather around the country now, troughs will also generate hot, dry, gusty winds, then intense storms in Tasmania, Victoria, western New South Wales and western Queensland today. Around the capitals, partly cloudy in Brisbane, heading for a top of 26 degrees, mostly sunny in Sydney and in Canberra, mostly sunny and windy in Melbourne, 30 degrees the top, mostly sunny in Hobart, showers developing with a possible storm in Adelaide, heading for a top of 36 degrees, showers easing in Perth and mostly sunny and 30 in Darwin. And that's 7 Early News this Tuesday, the 10th of November 2020.